0: pronouns are she, they. I'll be your DM for this season, and these are my players. Hello, my name is Shalina, and I play Zaddler. We both use she, her pronouns. Zads is a level 5 cleric of the Celestial Domain. Hello, it is Nessie here. Any pronouns are good. I play Champ Stormgarden, the level 5 Battlemaster Fighter, and he is a T-Sling. Hello, hello. This is Tiana i am playing jubilee and we both go by she her pronouns. jubilee is a level five of the glory paladin and she's a human hi i'm ryan and i go by she day and i am playing marigold thistletop who goes by she her and she is a level five herring gong. last episode we were having some fun adventuring on the rope course and it got attacked by these dark brown and purple mushroom fairies, and they tried to take some kids. They briefly had Armessa in their hands, and and Champ saved the day. And Marigold gave a six-year-old a knife. She did. She did indeed. (laughs) The best Twice. (laughs) Twice. One of the times, like, left- just left it with a six-year-old. At least the first time, Lilo was supervised. Lilo now has a switchblade in in her inventory that she can use whenever. And I'm not saying that guns are safer than knives, but at least guns have safeties on them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? God damn. Alrighty, well, getting into this episode. So you guys are headed out to the woods to do some digging around. We get up before the sun even rises. Yeah, it's like early, and you guys, are you guys doing any real quick things before you head out? Plate mail, weapons, yeah. Make sure all the kids are still asleep. I'm gonna definitely make sure our is in her bed because she's slept <laughs> out multiple fucking times already. Yeah, she's chilling. And then Zad's is gonna leave a note for Parker to make sure that Herman is paired with Pernissa and everything today. Herman, Pernissa, and then we have another kid in my tent named Gloria, and we'll we'll get them all together. Yeah, yeah, that's Parker's responsibility now. But yeah, yeah, it's Parker, Parker is now. Up to the task of not only supervising at least 30 kids on his own. Exactly. Yeah. Question. Because technically, mechanically, this is not a thing. But if I use one of my um, Battle Master maneuvers is commanding presence, so I can make, like, um, I get to add superiority dice to, like, charisma, like, uh, intimidation, performance, and persuasion checks. Can I basically, like, intimidate Parker into having advantage on anything he needs to do to protect the children? (laughs) Because he has no charisma. Champ is a little worried about leaving the kids without us there to protect them. Okay, so I'm going to make, would this be an intimidation check then, I guess? Yeah. Let's see. And I can add a superiority die to it? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, this is fantastic. All right. So that is a twenty eight. Roll well, anything against that. I mean like he could make a save against it, but like that's just a twenty eight to intimidate this man into getting his shit together. To intimidate a seventeen year old into protecting the lives of about forty kids. Yeah, I think I think it I think it'll be fine. Amazing. He's really just gonna haul them all into like the cafeteria and just be like, None of you fuckers move. <laughs> Miracle's gonna leave a little note with the switchblade that just says "only use as emergencies." I feel like she's gonna need to do that with label <laughs> in order for Lilo not to just chase everyone around like a menace with a little switchblade. <laughs> so you guys head down towards the woods, out past where like the rope course is. In the capture the flag field, and then you get to the lake. Would Zaz and I remember where we've seen these creatures before? Yeah. Go ahead and give me a survival check. I don't think you'd have to think very much in terms of where. 19. See, that's only going to be a 12 for me. Zaz, I think you can probably lead into one of the deepest sections of the woods where these little creatures should be. I would like to say Zadz knows exactly where they are because there are mushrooms out here that are of psychedelic variety but does not want campers to know. But you told Champ there were. Does not want campers to know that there are any out here because there's no reason for them to be out here. They are not ours, they are not take them. So like there's none of mine out there, that's for sure. Okay. Zad's you can kind of lead them. The whole group is coming with you? Yeah. Yeah, Champ is gonna follow. Okay. Yeah, so you can kind of lead them towards what they live. So these little mushroom fairies, when they're normal looking, brown and light cream color, rather than deep purple and black mutated, they live in these little wooden tree stumps that have had like houses built in. Like Smurf style. Smurf style, yeah. Some of them are stumps. Some of them are like built in into like higher treetops, and it's like a section that's if you could have put yellow tape around it, like it's very clearly a separation between the rest of the forest and where these fairies live. Okay. Um. And when we get here, does anything like weird or off? Yeah, you all can roll investigation checks. I'm not even kidding. Natural twenty. Same here. Same here. Oh man. Cool, because Champ out a nine. He's just kind of, he's there. He's looking. Got a 13. Marigold and I are on edge. Champ is just like so much on the defense that he's just ready to fight. And he just is so focused on his fighting stance that he's not noticing what's actually happening. He's just like, I will protect everybody. <laughs> Zed's just like, oh god, there's mushrooms out here. I gotta stay away from them. I gotta stay away. I gotta <laughs> yeah, stay away. I, feel, I feel like the two of you probably can't notice. But um, Marigold and Jubilee as you guys sort of get deeper there's very much a like holistic aspect to these like nature preservation style where this community has for the most part been untouched by the camp and what other industry influences so there's a lot of wildflowers Bunch of different grasses, it's all kind of grown super tall, almost like shielding some of the lower to the ground houses of these fairies. So, as you keep to sort of the edge and not of this habitat, you notice that there's little aspects of very clearly civilization trash wrappers, or beads, or string, and things like that. Ooh, hate that. And then, as you pass one of the taller trees that has painted words on there that's clearly in like kids handwriting that you can just like tell by the style that it's like messy and it's like bright red paint that say things like camp wild beast is the best and like number one team number one winner like all those sort of things and does it all look like it was done by one person it's hard to tell but it some of the handwriting is like a little bit different so it might have been a couple of kids okay So as I notice that Champ and Zaz are in their entirely own world, I will kind of like, hey guys, uh, it looks like our kids have been out here and maybe that's why these people are so upset. When have the kids been out here? I No, like multiple kids. I I swear I've been accounting for all of my campers. I I mean, I mean, we don't know when this happened. It could have been before we even did check-ins at the start of the season. So you mean it could have been even, like, last summer? No, because I think we would have noticed a lot sooner. I mean, like, you know how when the kids come in and they have to do all their check-ins in their skirt pockets? It could have snuck out here before even the orientation. Yeah, I guess it's possible. Zad wants to get a closer look. While Dad's is looking, Champ is just gonna be like, should we, like, clean it up? Or would, like, touching it to clean it up be a bad idea, too? I don't know. Is there anything else like written down or anything like left behind? Sets, why don't you give me another investigation check but be it do it at a disadvantage because of your last? That's such bullshit because I rolled a nat 20 and a fucking 14. Hey, 14 still good though. You can catch kind of like the back side in little handwriting. It says capture the flag winners and then a list of four campers on there. I you named her today, so I'm going to pull Gloria. Gloria's got <laughs> Do we recognize any of the other names other than Gloria? I being uh, ones in our cabins. They would all be people that were Either in Jubilees or Camp Cabin. So none of Parker's kids. None, none of Parker's, none of Parker's. His kids were just all innocent. Damn. Okay. His kids are six years old. Champ will make a note of which of his campers did that then, and like is pissed. Yeah. Um. And we're gonna. I think we're gonna try to take a minute and clean this up before we head back and have a talk with them. Yeah. So you will notice that Pernissa and Guck's names are both good. Good. Zad's is going to corral everyone away from a certain area and be like, Okay, listen, I know I said there were no mushrooms out here, but there are mushrooms out here. Just don't touch them. That's what got me in trouble the first time. First time? Like, I don't know, eight years ago? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys doing anything else at this site? No, just making sure everything's cleaned up. Yeah, we're going to clean it up for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just making a note of who the campers were and cleaning it up. Okay. Alright. And then you guys are going to head back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Okay, yeah. So you guys get back. Parker and Emily Ann are stressed, but fine. Everyone's alive, no one has broken bones, but once you get back, Gux is, like, trying to spin the basketball, but it's, like, going too fast and it, like, falls off his fingers. Campbell, like, walk over and just kind of, like, stabilize the basketball a little bit and be like, okay, just a nice, steady speed, okay? You want enough speed to have the momentum, but not too fast, because you don't want to, like, fling it across the room. Got it? Got it. And then I'll come up to Champ and be like, hey, I know you want to help him out, but I think we have some bigger problems to deal with right now. Yeah, it took two seconds to help him. I mean, like, he wasn't the one who caused problems. I, he needs, you know. Um, so are we going to get the entire cabins of ours, or are we just grabbing those four people? You probably want to just grab those four people, but before that, real quick, Zed, can you roll me a Constitution Saving Throw? I'm giving you guidance. Yeah, I literally just rolled a 22. You get that familiar itching kind of at the back of your head where your goddess is trying to communicate with you. I'll leave the room so I don't freak any of the kids out. Okay. So before we get to that, then we'll hop back. I just wanted to get that cleared up. Yeah, so you guys are going to grab the handful of hampers. We got Gloria from Jubilee's Cabin. We got Dominic from Champ's Cabin. <laughs> then we have Jessica from Champ's Cabin and Augustina from Jubilee's Cabin. So you round up your four. They're all kind of around the 10 to 12 age. Jubilee, it's two of your younger members. Okay. Oh. <sighs> I have a disappointed mom look on my face. Champ has a disappointed coach look on his face. What's the difference? It's like you've done something worse than lose a game. You have displayed poor sportsmanship and champ is disappointed. Champ says that too. He's like you have done something worse than lose a game. You have displayed poor sportsmanship. And I'm disappointed. Does anyone wanna tell us why they are here today? Augustine is just gonna be like, uh well you you brought us in here. So guys, there's gonna be an easier way to do this. I think you know why you're here. Did we win something? What do you mean why are we here? Break camp! having fun so you think it's fun to uh ruin our ecosystem wait what what did we do well we have a specific rule that we go over every year about not touching anything outside of the campground that includes not painting celebratory messages on things that don't belong to i told you that was too far Augustina, um, I told you not to paint on the trees. I told you that was too far. Well, you're not free of guilt either. Oh no, I definitely did it, but I told her it was too far. <laughs> I, carved, I told her not to carve the names in the tree too. It was too far. We were just I supposed it. to go eat some of the mushrooms, but then um, there were like wild creatures, and we ran, and we left everything, and there was paint everywhere. I was so scared. Well, I am i glad you didn't eat anything out there, because that certainly would have been bad. Um, but I think we need to have, um, a talk about our behavior when we win. That winning is not an excuse to go and deface things. That's what you guys both said! We need to win! And win! And show everyone that we're winners and that we need to win! So my whole life has now become winning! I will be a winner in everything I do! And I will celebrate every win! So, okay, now <laughs> here's the- uh, Champ is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Champ <laughs> is like doing one of those like arms is like, whoa, hold up, okay. Back up a little bit. Champ is like, no, no. Winning is one thing, but when you win and you show everyone that you're a winner, you do that by behaving properly. Not by breaking rules. Showing everybody that you're a winner is encouraging others. Uplifting everyone. Showing them what the purpose of the game is. Not bragging. Not defacing things. That's not why we win. Is it, Jubilee? Oh, we win because we worked hard for what we did. And by going out of our way to not only diminish our own character but the surroundings around us is not winner behavior. What does diminish mean? It means you're small and pathetic. That's kind of mean. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Some of them start crying. Don't cry. It's okay. They're just mad because we had more fun than they did because we're true winners. So now, because you have shown poor sportsmanship, what we have to do is make it right. So what do you think that you all can do to fix this? Go back into the woods? So that that's a no. We're not going to repeat the mistakes we already made. Look. clean things. Well... We have to clean things pretty quickly. So cleaning has already been done. But what else can we do to show better sportsmanship moving forward? Purposely lose? No, that is also not. That is also not what we said. Well, if if it's already clean, that means the problem's gone, right? But that doesn't mean that your actions are forgiven. Darn. A sacrifice to the fairies in the woods. Going to regret asking this, but what exactly are you? planning to sacrifice. One of us. One of us. Are you volunteering? No. No, okay, that's what I thought. So maybe we try a different solution. Is fruit an option? Fruit. Like, food. I think it's best not to mess with that ecosystem. And when you introduce new things to an ecosystem, that also can be a problem. First, say, do you guys understand what you did wrong? You're telling us that gloating is wrong. And winning yes. ecosystems is wrong. Yes. But you gloat. No, I don't gloat. I have pride. But what you guys did, not only was bad sportsmanship, but you also impacted the civilization. You realized the day, the broke courses today was your fault. Like, those kids could have been taken because of your actions. What happened at the road course yesterday? We were told it was a training thing. You were there to watch it. Let's not let's not pretend to be stupid here. Jessica's just gonna stare off and just be like, I feel like I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't here. We don't use that kind of language. Yeah. Language. Language. I think I've got a good solution. What if tonight, around dinner, the four of you do a presentation on how to respect the forest and about why it's good to keep our earth clean. Can you point me in the direction of the library so I can do that? I mean, you guys could definitely sit in the cafeteria and, like, yeah. PowerPoint. And, yeah. Put together a presentation. Champ looks and goes, An important thing to include in this presentation is what you did. The first step to good sportsmanship is accountability. That means when you mess up, you take responsibility for the fact that you messed up. Okay? So I think you owe your fellow campers, and I think you owe your counselors an apology. You knew that what you did was wrong, and you did it anyway. And if we catch you guys out there on, on mushrooms, we will have to ban you from coming back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Ren and Shalina for making me not play for it, NPC. You didn't even play a fucking one! You just <laughs> did! it. <laughs> The other two are in the back, like, you know, heads down to the floor, fingers crossed, like, I don't want to talk about it. So we expect to see you guys at your best and ready to present to the rest of the camp how to respect this Earth. And we will be letting Parker know, so you will be held accountable this time. We expect that kind of behavior in the future as well. So we send them to arts and Crash Jail. Their actions... Be held accountable for their actions. Marigold, what are you doing as you come back from the woods? She's going to Lilo and trying to get her switchblade back, not knowing that it's been taken by a Messenger. Lilo doesn't have the switchblade. She's going to be like, My sister took it from me. God damn (laughs) it. Oh my god. So, she's going to go too sad. And she's going to be like, hey, so, um, one of your your kids has a switchblade. Excuse me, what? Armessa has a switchblade. Okay, that's even more concerning. Um, uh, why? How do do you know this? How how did the kids even get a switchblade? She's not going to answer. She's going to be like, bye. (laughs) And then she runs off. (laughs) As this is happening, Zad's is like, scratching at the back of her neck knowing that her god could, like, take over at any moment. Now she has to go try to find master to get her blade back. <laughs> so she's gonna frantically run around looking for Armasa until she finds her. Hey. What's up? Um, I was told that you had a switchblade. Where did you get a switchblade? Miracle gave it to my six-year-old sister with this note. Can I have both of those? Dad's eyes are, like, glowing. She's so mad. You okay? I'm fine. Can I have them, please? Take them! Thanks. I hope you had fun today. She's gonna storm away. Dad! Yeah, Herman is really nice! <laughs> oh, <I'd>... <laughs> like, <laughs> legit stomping. <clears throat> Just... Dad, where you headed? Dad's is going to try to find Marigold. All right. right <laughs> um, Marigold's hiding inside like a tree at this point. <laughs> roll me a stealth check. Okay. That is a twenty eight. You're looking for Do I have to roll something? You didn't tell me anything. Oh, sorry. I said it in my head. Investigation. I I did I I rolled like a seven. Yeah. You can't find Marigold. She presumably just, like, left (laughs) to go, maybe take another smoke break, maybe just hide from you. Zad's gonna pocket the note and the, um, No, Zad's gonna go to Parker. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You find Parker pretty easily. He's not hiding. Parker, come talk to me. Okay. Into the, like, break room is where Zad's gonna take him. And then she's going to be like, you need to handle this. Gives him the switchblade and the note and says, you need to handle this immediately. Um, okay. Marigold gave a six-year-old a switchblade and her older sister had to take it. Uh, I I know she's... Marigold, what? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll have a conversation with her. You didn't, you didn't go talk to her, right? Because you... You have something going on right now. Zad's eyes are getting brighter and brighter because she's so mad. Um, Why don't you go take a five or a ten or twenty-five, maybe an hour. I'll go find Marigold. The the six-year-old, is she okay? Yeah, her sister didn't say she was hurt. I didn't really inquire. I was very, very mad. Okay, I will check in with both of them. And I will talk to Marigold. It was Armas' little sister. I don't remember what her name is, I'm so sorry. Leela? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Alright, yeah, no, I'll check in with Marigold. Zad's is, um, just gonna stay in the room. The little break room. And is just, like, freaking out. Because at this point, this is when she would have taken some downers. (laughs) <laughs> to calm down. Oh no. So she's just like freaking out. Okay, we will pop back to that in a second. Parker leaves, presumably. Um Parker's gonna go on the hunt for Marigold and he is essentially gonna keep looking until he finds you. <laughs> so you're in the hole you're in a tree? Yeah, I'm in the hole of a tree. Okay, Parker it's probably been like forty minutes. And Parker finally is just like standing sort of near the tree and is just like Marigold, I know you're here somewhere. You're very small. Please come out. I need to have a conversation. I'm not mad. I'm really confused. I'm not here. The fact that you answered me made me know that that is a lie. She finally comes out of the the tree hole. Marigold, I don't know how else to phrase this. Why did you give a six-year-old a switchblade? Well, with all the things that happened yesterday, I felt like she needed to protect herself and the people around her. And It felt like the way she handled the dagger yesterday, it made her very responsible. Marigold, no six-year-old is responsible enough for a switchblade. Not where I'm from. I had a switchblade when I was four. That makes me very concerned for your upbringing. Do you know how many, how many siblings I had? Do you know how many... Do you know where I live? We have to fend for ourselves. So I Though I thought it was okay to give Lilo a switchblade. Yeah. it's not and what um, you went through wasn't okay either you're well, yeah you're very stressed out all of the time and i now i know that you come from a place that gives four-year-old switchblades uh, um yeah sometimes since i have a lot of siblings it- Money was a little short, so sometimes we we needed something to protect ourselves. So I had a switchblade. By the time I was twelve, I had a little. I had a bigger switchblade. The knife. As you aged, your switchblade. yeah, I got bigger. It was too small for me. It was a a very small switchblade. So I got something bigger. I mean, so like, that makes sense. But that's not how you should have lived. It it was a small switchblade, I feel like. And and, and it had one of the safety laws, so unless she was like really trying to hurt someone, it it, would have been fine. Marigold, what do you Kids come to camp for, I just like i I just I'm just curious because I know this is a job, right, but you know, like Jubilee and Zad's and I we've been going here since we were kids, and their arguments are their own, but I feel like some of the best memories I had as a kid were here with them doing things that kids do. Like falling off of trees and, <laughs> and running around and like throwing water balloons at each other and playing sand volleyball and not a lot of those things involve a switchblade and I feel like you maybe didn't get those experiences. It was a little quiet <laughs> and now she's looking for another tree to hide in. It's like i really I really don't want you to leave. I'm not <laughs> trying to make you uncomfortable Sorry. i i I guess I don't know how camp is supposed to be huh I think the uh, one of the good things is that it's not it's not supposed to be anything in particular um it's what you make it, but it's not supposed to be. <laughs> A place where kids feel like they have to protect themselves or like they're in danger. But what happened yesterday, it wasn't normal? No, that was really out of the ordinary. For the most part, like those fairies and us have, at least for the upwards of 10 years that I've been going here, we've never interacted before. So somebody must have like messed with their stuff. Um, like angered them but no that's that's not normal okay I need some time to process this sorry hey it's okay we all make mistakes especially when we're new to things I just think that maybe try and I know this is cheesy but like maybe get a little We've got the young ones, like, they're they're so fun and they want to try everything and they're so excited about, like, the stupid stuff. (laughs) It's, yeah, at least you don't have to deal with the attitude that, like, Jubilee and Zads (laughs) do. Yeah. Nilo's older sister kinda of scares me. Yeah, I definitely Yeah, no, she's terrifying. I really think she's gonna give Zads a run for her money. But I mean there's such little left of the summer. I'll try to find some enjoyment out of it that maybe isn't at the other end of the name. I'll try. I'll I'll really try. I promise. I mean and so don't go handing out any more switchblades. Actually if you never give a child a switchblade again, I will I will consider that the basis of a good job. <laughs> okay. little <laughs> well, like she she actually has a few extra switch she doesn't know what kids kids are supposed to be like, so she actually brought a few. She's like, maybe they need them. So now she's making a mental note to hide them somewhere else. I, I'm probably going to go check in with Lilo and Armessa. Make sure they're both okay. Uh, Do you, do you want to come with me? Or do you need, need like a minute? I think I need a minute. Okay. And Parker will just leave you kind of where he found you. Is there anything that you're doing before we jump to that? Miracle that this time is just like she's now deep in thought because she thought what she had was pretty normal like her childhood and everything she thought that was pretty normal so now she's like oh shit it is isn't normal and now will need to rethink everything and in order to interact with these kids and now I also need to hide so many switchblades She brought 10, she heard that she had 10 campers Leela was just the first to get her first one Leela <laughs> was the favorite so she got indoctrined with the switchblade No that's <laughs> so funny <laughs> Okay yeah we can we can leave you thinking on that That you are in the counselor's lounge. yes? Yeah Okay, and what are you doing once Parker leaves and, like, you're in there alone? I am deep breathing. Like that Spongebob episode where he's breathing through all his pores. that's his I don't know that episode, but okay. Go ahead and give me another Constitution saving throw. 17. You can feel yourself sort of, like, calming in terms of how angry and just overly aggressively protective that you got and as you're letting yourself relax and sort of sit in that feeling you're gonna hear the voice of sotira just be like saturn right? and as you close your eyes to take a deep breath in you get this blinding light and you open your eyes again you're not in the same room that you were in before but go ahead and give me a history check yeah that's a that's a nice form you don't recognize this room there's wooden walls wooden floors some beds and your goddess is gonna appear to you she's gonna be like you can just sense her presence off to the corner and she's gonna be like so how are we feeling about yesterday the attack, uh, kind of awful, but no one got taken thanks to Champ. So, good Champ, good job. Yeah, it was a remarkable moment for the young lad. Felt like he really needed that. You are making some progress in terms of. Protected the girl that's been sanctioned under your care, yes? It would appear so. She did see me cry yesterday, though, so that was a little awkward. I mean, you also saw her cry. I. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, you know how like parents aren't supposed to cry? I'm kind of like the parental person in this situation. So parents aren't supposed to cry? I don't know, it's a stigma. Let's go on. Oh, a, oh I'm sorry. Would you like to start, guide the conversation here? I'm on edge. I'm sorry. I know, and I know that you're on edge because you've recently chosen, uh, under my encouragement, and you're doing well at not doing that. Yes. Zad's just like grinding her teeth and nodding yes, knowing that her god is hurt, even if she can't see And I understand that it's been physically and mentally. a little. It also does not help that the stakes of your camp and the other children underneath your hair are still at a great risk. It wasn't just the kids making a mess in the forest. There's, there's more. What? Oh, no, those weren't the risk that I was talking about. Dad just got put her hands in her head like, ah. Oh. Do you think I would've warned you about some fairies? You know... you're more than capable- yeah, that seemed unreasonable. You're more than capable of handling them, despite yesterday's attempts. Um... Listen, it's hard when you're shaky to aim. I'm sorry, I'm trying my best here. Drink some water. It's holy water? Oh, that's jubilee for some. Or just regular water that alert it, that would work fine. I don't mean to sound hard on you, but you know your place and your purpose. It's just odd though. Is is there a particular reason you've come to me today? You're not usually chatty. I am usually on drugs though, so I mean it could be <laughs> You are usually on drugs and you usually and I'm usually not chatty because you call upon me. So I have to sit and wait to figure out what you need from me. I am now here because you appear not to know anything about the impending threat to these children. Is there something you can tell me? Go ahead, roll a persuasion check. Not that. Only not that. One of the biggest influences on whether a child views their youthhood as happy or fun is the regard into which fear and anger and lack of love there is in those moments in childhood. And powers that like to take advantage of people, children especially, in those moments where they're angry or afraid or feeling unloved pose a great threat to those children. Zadz is just gonna nod and be like, as much as I wish I could say I 100% understand, I think I understand what you're trying to tell me. Your time here at camp is coming to an end very quickly. Like forever. Average- no, this summer, Zadler. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You, the way you said that was very ominous. You think this is how I would tell you that you're gonna die? and die? I just thought the camp was gonna be over forever. Explode. I think we're getting off track here. I'm so sorry. You're alright. You have a lot of emotions happening right now. But I need you to focus on making sure his children are protected and away from danger. Oh, don't get too distracted with your little camp activities. Okay. I'm done feeling chatty so I'm gonna go. Goodbye today! Usually you just leave! And like that she's gone. And <laughs> like that she is out of there. And you're left alone in the counselors. That's just gonna go back into the cafeteria. Okay. Yeah. So like after she disappears, your vision sort of like turns back, and then you just go back. What the fuck was I? <laughs> and goes back into the uh, cafeteria just to watch the kids. Okay. Alrighty. Then we're gonna do a time skip over the next couple of days. All of the kids are preparing for the talent show at the end of the week. Their parents are coming to see, so the talent show is like kind of like this last night of camp where the kids get to farm, their parents come, and then you guys end the night, big bonfire, and all the kids go to the um, So yeah, what are you guys kind of, what would you guys be doing, focusing on leading up to the events of the talent show? Since we skipped a few days, after we cleaned up and had those kids uh, repent for their actions, have we noticed any other strange activity? For the most part, no. Nice. Not in terms of the actual fairies. That's what I was most concerned about. Zads would have definitely said, "Hey, um, just so you know, the fairies aren't the only thing that's that's gonna happen. Like something else is gonna happen." And what's that supposed to mean? That the kids are at the forefront. Some someone's in danger. Someone who's not feeling loved is in danger. Dad, you? okay. Yeah, why? <laughs> That's a, that's really dark to say. Do you- are you okay? I talked to my god. Uh, she just really said that one of the kids is in danger and they don't feel- it's whoever's not feeling loved. I've been making sure Hermesa feels real loved by someone, and I hope Herman's doing a good job. Well, that- uh, that thoroughly worries me, so thank you for that. <laughs> uh, on a serious note, someone is in danger and I can't figure out who- so I, I have a feeling we're going to need to keep an eye out for kids extra. We should probably let the other counselors know if this is something that uh, is happening. Yeah, definitely going to, like, message all of them. Hey, counselor, counselor meeting. So Zad is just, like, messaging everyone. Emergency counselors meeting. So Champ will rush to the emergency meeting. Thank you for always being speedy, Champ. Yeah, what, what's going on? Was there another attack? Was, was there another attack or something? Is is everybody okay? Zads had a commune with their goddess, and the uh, very... Zads. She tells them. So essentially, she speaks in a lot of riddles, and I'm thinking pretty clear nowadays, even though they were easier to solve when I wasn't. Um. She says that someone who's feeling unloved and alone is going to be taken by a force that can mold them in a way that would make them how they wanted them to feel and, and somehow, like, has played with that. But the point is, one of these kids is at risk, and I don't know who it is, but it's someone who is not loved. That's alarming. Incredibly. So, um, do we just, like, make sure everybody feels loved and then we can, like, avoid this? Or is it, like, an unavoidable thing where, like, this thing is going to... What do we do with that? I think it's a love we can't provide. That's that's the vibe I got, so we just need to make sure that that everyone is safe. That's what I've been charged with. That is why I've been watching them like a hawk and not leaving any of their sides and I haven't slept in 2 days. So, but we don't know what it is that we're protecting them from an outside evil force. Is it like a metaphysical force that like we can't but it's, like, you know, their own internal turmoil? Or is it, like, something's going to come and, like, snatch them, force? Like, I can fight something that comes to snatch a kid. You know, I can start whacking at it, but, like, I can't whack at anybody's internal
1: It's struggle. not internal.
0: It has to be something—it has to be physical. Because if it wasn't, that is not something I could be warned on. I'm—I'm— Task with stopping bad things from happening to children. That is- that is my task. That is my prophecy. That is what I do. I am- I am here to protect. I can't protect someone from the inside. Okay, I think in a sense that makes me feel better, cause like- like I said, I can't whack at in anybody's internal conflict. I've been on edge, and I haven't seen anything anywhere. The woods are clear, I've been being trolls. I probably should have warned people beforehand, however, I was told that this was my task, and I'm realizing that this task may be bigger than- me. Well, I think that we're all capable of all hands on deck and finding a solution. I just, uh, without more information, it's gonna be a very stressful next couple of days. Yeah. Also, Dad, I think, like, I know you said, like, it might be bigger than you and you can't do protecting, but I think, like, recruiting others to help protect is, in a sense, still protecting, you know? You're not alone, Zeds Like, you're not, you're not slacking, yeah, you're not slacking here by getting us on your side. Like, that's, that's doing what you're supposed to do. Sad goes to say something and then it's just like, you can tell there's like a deep internal struggling happening. Sad, she's just like, I just don't want to put you guys at risk or harm because are any of you feeling unloved or sad? What, what if it's one of us? Is it, is it, I thought it was just the kids. Are we... Are we a part of this? Are we targets, too? I thought, I, okay, you said the kids. So I thought, like, our feelings, they had, they were not putting us in any danger. I would assume because we're older and my goddess is really about protecting kids and that's, like, my job. I would assume it's kids, but who knows? I don't know. She was speaking in a lot more tongues than usual. So technically we are kids. Technically? I'm 18. I'm not a kid. I'm 18. Champ turned 18 before camp started. He's, he's like, I'm sad, but I'm 18. It's okay. I hope. I guess it's just if we feel loved, right? It's like, I feel loved. Emily Ann still loves me. Wow! <laughs> a lot of pressure on Emily Ann there. Yeah, Dad, do you, do you need a nap? I think I need a nap. Yeah, I think I, think, yeah, I think you need a nap. <laughs> Parker's gonna say. <laughs> so, you take a nap, and we all will be on the lookout for some type of force that preys upon those who feel unloved. Yeah. Yeah. Can I do, like, a history or, like, some sort of survival check to see if I can know what would be in our woods that would be like that? Is there a god? Is it Fae? Is it... Yeah, go ahead. Be a real high DC. I can feel it. I rolled a three. No idea. Maybe the squirrels? What if okay, hear me out guys. What if the animals are planning to attack us? Like what if animals? What if it's just animals? I think we might be okay if that is happening. I'm I've got really I'm I'm really good at working with animals, so I might be able to like pacify them if it comes to that. But I I have a but I also I don't know if that that's what your goddess would have been warning us about, you know. Marigold looks offended. And yeah, Maribel is feeling so unloved. <laughs> Parker's gonna be like, so Zad's going to sleep, and we are gonna keep an eye out. The minute, uh, Parker says that, Zad's like legit just collapsed on the floor and takes a nap right there. I feel like maybe, maybe we should, one of us should stay here with her just in case. I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I fully trust Marigold with all of our, all of the six-year-old campers. <laughs> Camp will be like, if if nobody else will do it, I mean, like, I can fight anything off if anything tries to attack Dad. I mean, like, so, like, Jubilee, you're kind of, you kind of got signed up to look over all of the teenagers so I champion you know if you're good I might make Emily Ann stay if you if you can take over all the kids at least yeah yeah I can do that I can I can look after the kids seems like they have some unfinished business um anyway I'm gonna go uh Marigold the 6 year olds okay bye Parker is deeply unsettled by the entire conversation Aside from this emergency meeting where Zad takes a nap and Emily Ann looks watches her sleep, you guys doing anything leading up to the talent show? I guess now that you're now all on guard, is awkwardly giving her campers hugs in an attempt to make them feel love I need I need a charisma check. I need like a persuasion check at disadvantage. <laughs> That's a 15. You know what? Those six-year-olds, some of them were terrified of you because Lilo had told them that you had given her a knife. But you know what? Now they're like, it's okay. Maybe she just wanted Lilo to get better at cutting bread. They're like, you know what? This marigold girl, she's all right. She's okay. Anybody else doing anything? Hugging anyone, I guess? gonna be keeping an extra eye on the kids that have names (laughs) and see if anyone's having a tough time. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check. That is going to be a 19. You know what? Your kids are doing well. They've made some friends. The ones that, you know, messed up the trees in the woods. They're feeling remorseful. Not overly but, like, they're also not feeling like, you know, when some, like, your favorite teacher yells at you and then you're like, oh, I'm kind of awkward around them. They're more so like, ah, dang, I messed up. It is what it is. But no one's looking like they're having a rough time. No, everybody looks okay. Okay. Champ or Zad? Yeah, Champ is going to do, like, a series of, like, adding into the evening routine, like, over those several nights. Champ will do, like, a section on sportsmanship with the campers, just making sure everybody is on board with, like, what true sportsmanship is. And then also is going to keep a close eye on gus over, like, after that emergency meeting. Yeah, gus probably after that meeting, Uh, well, not after the counselors' meeting, but probably after you start doing the sportsmanship thing, he's going to come up and he's going to be like, is is everything okay? Like, did I do something during the the ropes course? No, no, you didn't do anything wrong at all. I just want to make sure that as a group, we have a good, solid understanding of what it means to be sportsmanlike. Okay, okay. Uh, just checking in. Want to make sure I wasn't. You absolutely are not. How are you feeling about the talent show? Excited? Really nervous. I've I've, I've landed this. Roll me an athletics check real quick for you guys. I want this. So, okay. I definitely just made a really nice dice tower, and I'm very sad because I'm afraid when I roll this, it's going to knock over my dice tower, but we're going to be careful. Okay. Oh, the dice tower stayed up, and that's a 14. Guts can now, like, sort of move the basketball from one arm to another. It's, like, a little wobbly, and it's not very fast, but it is a skill. That's incredible. That is incredible. I am so proud of you. You are going to absolutely kill it at the talent show. I'm gonna try, you know? My parents are coming, so I'm, like, super excited. Um, uh, And I can't wait to show them this. Yeah. Yeah, That that's so cool. And Champ, like, inter like doesn't say anything, but is like, oh, shit, because Champ remembers that Parker said something about not staying late this summer. So Champ is, like, internally like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. But is like, yeah, yeah, it's so great. Everybody is going to be so impressed. I know I'm excited to see your act. I'm sure that all of the other counselors are, and the entire cabin, all of Champ's campers are going to be hyping you up. We're all going to be so excited. And just like doesn't mention anything about Gux's parents. It's just like, yeah, everybody here is going to be so proud of you. I'm really excited. I'm really nervous. I'm hoping it goes well. I don't need to win. I just want to like show everybody that I can be cool. That that right there, that's the sportsmanship. That's what I'm talking about. Is you're like, I don't need to win. I just need to show the hard work that I'm putting into. That that that's it right there. You've got it, and then like gives my high five. Gug's gonna like smack that high five. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, and then yes. Yeah, anything else, sad Sads is probably gonna check in with you. Um, be like, hey, huh? Like in the middle of the night, basically, just like message you, like, hey, come talk for a second. Yeah. Okay. Let me make sure everyone's in bed, and I'll do my little round, make sure everyone's good to go, and. Once everything's secure, I will head out and go to Dad's cabin to pick her up. Like as they're like walking down to the normal spot, Dad's like, "How you feeling about having the best worst campers this summer?" Like making a joke about it, but it's probably not a good idea. You know, I think that we should have never been counselors. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a wild ride, and I wasn't expecting to be this stuff. Um, are we doing? next year? Like my whole life's duty, so probably. Um Okay. But, I mean, you doing a good job, and I mean, I don't know how the talk with the kids went, but I mean, how are you feeling about it? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Don't listen, but it's fine. I just know that's first of all, that's something that's never happened here. No, it hasn't. It's like it really makes me wonder what else is going on. Yeah. I wonder if any of them are like I mean, I know I wasn't the best kid when I was here, but like when we snuck off, we just did like the ropes course in the middle of the night. Like we weren't messing with fairies. Like what is what is happening? Right? And we weren't vandalizing the forest either. Yeah, where did they get spray paint? I I don't even know. Do you think that new camp or that new uh camp counselor brought it with them? Miracles. <laughs> she seems like she carries everything. I no, I think she's just super into knives. She gave a six year old a knife. Yeah, I heard that. Parker wasn't too happy about it and I mean like I don't think it's upset over everything, but he was really upset over that one. I mean she's trying her best. Yeah. I think she really is. I think that a lot has happened this summer that's been really hard on everyone, and I know that you want to win at everything, but maybe that's not the goal of this summer, huh? I think there's a goal this summer besides keeping everyone alive. Um, Zed's is gonna be like, I just know how much you love to win, and you did almost kill me to win. Oh, no, no, you killed yourself. That was 100% your fault. I feel like this is a problem, though. Because I hit you with a little lifeboat. I didn't even hit you, first of all. Yeah, it was it was the thought that counts, <laughs> not the outcome. That's just gonna look a little sad, like she's not making any progress in this conversation. It's just gonna be like, I just, anyways. Um, Zat, how's your issues coming along? You know, I'm doing good. I'm clean. That nap really helped. Um, yeah, I thought it would have. And your deity, she she actually came to you. Yeah, um, so right after I found out about the marital, uh, giving the little kid a knife, and then Amessa, it was Armessa's little sister, and then when Amessa told me I was very angry, and she came to me right after that, um, just to, like, be like, hey, I appreciate you trying, but you're not doing it right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good, wait, why, no, why are we switching, switching, switching rules here? Wait a minute, Zatz is, like, confused again. No, i <laughs> Yeah, but Zad's just going to be like, you know, I just think this summer has been a lot for me, and I wanted to check in with you to see how it was for you. Trustful. Cool. And I think that when it's all said and done, if we're coming back next year, I think it's time to start treating Parker like a friend. To wait until next year, but yeah, until next year, <laughs> we can start that now. Thinking this year for the talent show, you know how we usually, as a huge group, the whole camp does our song or goodbye song. Yeah, what if this year for the talent show, we sing that with a little bit more pizzazz and we invite Parker up there to sing it with us? I think that would be great. Let's, yeah, let's get Parker involved. Parker can be the best hype man. I think it'll do good for his self-esteem. Yeah. He might try to say no, but we really need to, just like the old days. we need to yank no, no. him on up there anyway. Yeah, we're not gonna ask him. We're gonna do it as it's happening, that way he does not he's not able to say no. And he knows all the words. He's been here as long as us. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that's gonna be the issue perfect. All right, yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um and speaking of camp counselors, you do know what you said in there about Emily Ann, don't you? Huh? What? Dad's. What? Dad's just, like looking super confused, like looking around, like what did I say? Do you think Emily Ann still loves you? I mean, love is a very strong word here. It is the word that you chose to use. You know, I was sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know if that was the right word to use. Um, to be yeah. honest, we never even talked about it, so why would I say that? Maybe Can I suggest that you have a heart to heart with her before this year's over, especially now that you're, you know, getting your shit together. Maybe maybe things can work out a bit differently. Messages Emily Ann. Hey, can we talk tonight? Oh, going straight for it. Let's go. You get a message back. Sure. You good? Um, just it doesn't answer the you good part, just messages back, um like midnight, I'll come to your cabin. And then I'm gonna look at uh Jubilee and say, Can you watch my cabin tonight? Yeah, I mean, are you coming back at all tonight? Uh, mm, yeah, probably. Okay, okay, that's, that's you no know, important information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should be back okay. at some point. Okay, I'll watch your kids. Thank you. So we will walk back into... camp. Yeah. And then you're in to Evelyn's? I guess! I guess that's where we'll end the episode. (laughs) So you walk over to Emily Ann's. What's up? What did I say to you today? Um, so here's the thing you didn't say anything to me, you kind of just talked about me like I wasn't in the room. And you said that you don't have to worry about feeling unloved because I'm in love with you. Which feels a little presumptuous. You know, I was sleep deprived. I don't I don't I don't know if those are the words I would have normally chose on a I would have normally chose in like a normal a normal manner. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were definitely a interesting combination, for sure. But are you gonna tell me that I'm wrong? I that I don't know if I'm in love with you. Do I have a crush on you? Yeah, but I was pretty sure that we covered that part. And then you you hardly talked to me all summer. I was, uh, you know, trying to get my shit together, and that's my fault for not communicating that with you. Um, but like before Zad says that, you see like a little fist pump when you say like, Emily and so she has a cross on that. That's, yeah. Um, like, straight in front of her. Doesn't even try to hide it. And then she's like, yeah, I was, I, I'm trying to get my shit together. And that's my bad. And I probably should have communicated that to you. And, like, you know. I mean, hey, you know what? It happens. Your shit together now Our shit I wouldn't say it's together but it's my poop is grouping you know it's my poop is getting in a group what I'm trying to say is that i'm I'm really working through it and um I didn't want to drag anyone else into it i I mean I mean obviously jubilee knows but I didn't want to drag you into my shit or through it to be honest because it would have been through it <laughs> i mean i uh, I appreciate that but you know, I I would have made the choice probably to get dragged through this shit. With. that's just gonna be like, cool. We'll talk more tomorrow. I love Jubilee to watch all my campers and I don't wanna do that all night, so Yeah. I gotta go. Also can talk not in the summer. That's a thing that can happen. Um because there's apparently Parker tried to explain it to me like real quickly. There's, like someone's feeling unloved, and for a brief second, I thought it was you. But then you—my wow. God, loves me. I feel loved by all the time. It's fine. All right. I that also apparently nice. said you loves me, but like, yeah, I, I know, love you. Don't worry about it. You're fine. You're loved. I got the girl. Runs, just runs the other way. <laughs> Doesn't stop sprinting until she gets in her cabin. So Zad's is having this conversation, runs out of the room, I'm sitting on the porch between our two cabins and I just see Zad's bolt. I'm like, uh ah, where are you going? <laughs> May have told Emily Ann I loved her, gotta go think about my life choices. And Zad slams the door and I'm just sitting there in confusion, like, What? And that's where Well and show. <laughs>